Welcome to Fans Assemble, where we come together to talk about all the things we fan over, like comic books, movies, sports, or anything else that we love. We hope you enjoy the show. James? Hello? Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You know, hanging in there, of course. Yeah. As you have. That's all we can do. Yes, sir. So, I just want to let the viewers know that we had a very thought-out conversation we're going to do today about, again, Batman coming back, about Warner Brothers messing up. But then we thought, maybe uh, we shouldn't do that for our health. Yeah. Yeah. which one should we start off with first? You think the breaking... We should start with the breaking news first, right? What do you think? Yeah, it's fresh. All right. Just drop. Well, uh, what if you... um you, you get us started, please. Literally, right before we were going to record, out a couple hours ago, breaking news came from Adam Schefter saying that reigning Super Bowl MVP Patrick Mahomes signed a new 10-year contract with the Chiefs. And it's said to be worth over $400 million, making it the richest deal in NFL history. And um, I just want to chime in. I think this is uh, a contract extension, right? So he had two years left. Yeah, he had two years left on his first deal. This, The 10 years is his second contract. But he had $27 million left on the on the first contract, so in reality, it's twelve years and four hundred twenty-seven million dollars at the very least. So you're basically saying that it's going to be twelve years. The contract will take place over. Yes. Can you imagine that? Like, I can't imagine what I'm going to be doing in twelve years. You know. Yeah, I, I have no idea what's what's going to be what's down the line. Twelve years. Yeah, like he's twelve. I think I looked it up. He's twenty-four now. And that means he'll be 36. That he is going to be a completely different guy. Like, I can't imagine anybody ever saying, "Oh, like you know, as a 30-something-year-old, I'm the same person as I was in my 20s." Yeah, and he's basically saying he's going to be a chief for life. Yeah, basically for <laughs> his whole career. <laughs> I mean, I'm hopefully just... he can bring a few more uh, championships, to KC. Yeah, it seems like that's what they're saying, right? They're kind of betting on it. I mean, he's arguably the best player in the NFL right now. Yeah, you might as well just want to seal that deal. Like, yeah. um, one thing I was reading, it's slightly off topic, but I think um, it, it's the right thing to talk about. Uh, Dak Prescott, you know, the the quarterback of, for the people who don't know, the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Wasn't he uh, going under contract <laughs> negotiations or something? Yeah, he wants... A lot. He basically wants what Patrick Mahomes is getting in terms of like he wants like forty million a year, and he is not worth that money by a long shot. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I was reading he wanted to be like a four-year contract, and the Cowboys kind of wanted to be a five-year. Like that's their preference. Yeah, I I haven't looked into uh, length. I just know the worth, and I can I know the worth isn't worth it yeah 
But I'm just what I want to bring up is I just find it funny, right? The timing. Right? Of course, he's going under contract negotiations. He doesn't want to do five years, and I think. Do you think it's going to start like a new trend? Like you know, like you were saying, Mahomes basically saying, "I want to be there for life right now." And uh, do you think other people are going to try that? Uh, I could see uh, the Ravens potentially doing that to Lamar. Mm. Yeah, I, I, it, I wonder. Like, man, I just think about it. Like, where do you get that type of money? Four hundred million dollars. You know what I mean? To put into, like, you gotta be pretty damn confident. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, into one player. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure as everyone's seen, Patrick Mahomes just does his own thing, like. Nobody's ever really seen an athlete like him so far. Yeah, so you unique player calls for a unique uh, contract. Yeah. Well, do you know? Um, we were talking about it a little bit over the phone. Uh, do you know how this four hundred million, like, where's it coming from, and all that good stuff? I mean, I would assume it'd be coming from, like, the cap, salary cap. Yeah, like a percentage. Yeah, I think uh, Adam Schefter was saying to, like, the higher the cap goes, the more money he'll make. Yeah. I think it's, like, a certain percentage of the cap itself. Yeah, I think it's, like, supposed to be, like, 10%. I think the – I looked at the math. You were saying, like, $400 million would be the contract worth. I think that would mean he has – he'll get 10% of the cap. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, details are – Still breaking at the moment yeah. recording this, so we'll definitely be uh, updating for sure. For the, we may have to do a podcast at midnight, just uh, <laughs> hearing about oh, oh, crap. <laughs> a Max Keller. Oh, no, never mind. Oh, but uh, you know, I think that's great because he kind of has a great brand and. You know, 12 years behind something, you're basically saying, yeah, he's going to be the face right now uh, for these 12 years. He's definitely the face of the Chiefs. He's arguably the face of the league already. Yeah, <clears throat> definitely. I mean, he's already made such a big impact, right? Can't yeah. imagine what the next 12 is going to do. I think his first year, he played one game, the last game of the season. Mm-hmm. And he's blossomed already into a megastar. That's like the amazing thing about like modern times, right? Anybody you could get the next big star could come out of uh, nowhere. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, even going back to Tom Brady, he was a late round draft pick. Yeah, true. The star can be from anywhere. It doesn't have to be the first round. Well, Granny Mahomes was the first round, but you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody should just watch the movie Draft Day. With... <laughs> That's the perfect movie. To <laughs> with Kevin Costner just not, constantly trading picks. Yeah, not the number. The number one pick doesn't always uh, isn't always what they seem. I guess <laughs> from that movie doesn't that doesn't Kevin Costner trade away the first pick and then gets it back or something like that. I think he trades him and then he gets him back and then he trades him again. I know he doesn't. He doesn't end up having him, like on the roster. Yeah, he he picks somebody else. Yeah, the Black Panther. 
<laughs> yeah. The Black Panther was the guy. <laughs> the Chala. <laughs> Anyways, that, that's a great movie, you know. I, I kind of thought when we were watching it, I was like, when you were telling me the news, and I was kind of like, wow, he, he's really uh, worth a lot. But then my brain started to go back to drafting. I was like calculating, like, how do people decide the contract and stuff. <laughs> It's a good thing I watched it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, you uh, have anything else you want to say about the topic? Um, There isn't really much more to say that has been said, considering it is still breaking. Yeah. When something is said, we'll bring it to everyone. We'll be here to break it first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um... Uh, our original uh, topic we wanted to talk about was the WWE, how now you and I seem like we were right this whole time, I believe. As in what again? So they had like many positive cases, supposedly, for COVID-19. And yeah. for people who didn't listen to our last episode, which they should, I suggest. I don't know what they're doing if they haven't. Uh, exactly. What What are you doing for life if you haven't listened to our podcast yet? So, they had um a couple people, a couple big personalities who tested positive for COVID nineteen. I have a couple of their names, and you as the our resident WWE fan, uh, tell us what you think about all this. We have mm-hmm. Renee Young who tested positive. We have Kayla. Um. Braxton, Braxton. Mm-hmm. and we have a couple of backstage producers. Uh, do you know any like Aiden Pierce? Does that ring up? Adam Pierce. Adam yeah, Pierce. he's he's a producer. Jamie Noble. I he's probably on your list. He's a producer too. Yeah, yeah. So well, the only reason that there's only like a select few saying that they have it is because they don't want the talent that have tested positive to say they've tested positive. So, do you mean like they're trying to bring it to light and let people know to change something? Like, is that no, why they're they're not they're not allowing them to tell them. They were actually really mad at Renee Young for saying that she was positive. Well, so you're telling me the WWE wants to cover this up? They've been trying to cover up the whole time. That's why they haven't been taking tests up until this recent outbreak. You're telling me that. Corporate doesn't want you to say anything. That is exactly what I'm saying. Well, all I know is that uh, you and I were right all this time. Yeah, I mean, it could be up to two dozen people. I mean, if you watch the shows, you can tell who's not there, and you'd have to assume yeah, that they're positive. But... I think that. The next time I watch it, I'm going to feel like I'm watching like a dirty movie or something. Well, now, since these outbreak, this outbreak happened, now WWE has finally made it mandatory to wear uh, masks yeah. at the taping. So the people behind the plexiglass, mm-hmm. now they have to wear masks. If they don't, they get fined. Yeah. I saw that $500, I believe, for the first offense. Yeah, and then I think it goes to like 1000 Yeah, it increases... Um... The second offense becomes a thousand, and then it, I think it keeps going up. Yeah, it only took them uh, what f- almost four months to learn. Yeah, and they're 
are they pausing like any events or you know anything about that? They're they're still going. I mean, remember uh, last time I mentioned SummerSlam? Yeah. Today reports just came out that they're gonna move it to the performance center where they've been doing everything. Where were they gonna originally have SummerSlam? Not in the not in Florida or No, it was originally supposed to be in Boston. Oh okay. Oh that would have been interesting to see. Yeah, they were gonna do that. Then the night before they were gonna do uh NXT takeover in Boston. But now they're both gonna be at the performance center. I mean, you got to applaud them for persistence, I guess. <laughs> That's the one thing we can learn from all of this. They've been very persistent. I mean, Vince McMahon is basically forced to do it at the Performance Center. He said that, uh, I mean, he said that uh, when it's able to, when uh, he's able to run live events in arenas, he will be the first one to do it. Now, do you, what do you think, like, are the chances of him being right? What do you think? I mean, he, he's, like, 74. He's already crazy. Like, if you, <laughs> watch, if you watch shows, most of it's not good. And it's because mainly he's writing it. I don't know why. He's such hands-on. Like, he's old. He doesn't have to have a hand in it. So, he's already crazy. So, I mean, I'm not surprised that he wants to already run shows with fans. I mean, if they're uh, the way they're dealing with things, they got fans now, I guess. <laughs> I mean, in a way, yeah. I hear WWE's gonna start selling tickets. Yeah, they want to continue their like live event schedule, and it's just like not possible at this time. I mean, like I understand what they're trying to do, right? Like they're trying to make up back money and all that stuff, like. Did you hear about what Stephen A. Smith wants to happen for the NBA? Wait, wait, wait. Before we get to Stephen A. Smith in the oh, NBA. Oh, okay. sorry, sorry. <laughs> Vince McMahon, his net worth during this whole pandemic, you're saying they're losing money. Vince McMahon's net worth has gone up 10%. So it pays to be bad, I guess. Vince is making more money during this pandemic instead of losing money. <laughs> so is it because like you think it's because they're one of the only sources of like entertainment now like they're kind of like just sucking out the market right now I guess right I mean one they he cut uh, at least two dozen or at least 22 dozen wrestlers referees producers they either got cut or furloughed them even announcers I mean, well, now the math makes sense. <laughs> yeah, they were cutting down. They didn't have to cut down, but he wanted to cut down for some reason. And you would say this is probably because of the time we're in now, right? Like he wasn't planning on this or anything, right? Beforehand. Oh no, I read a report saying that he had planned on on getting rid of a lot of people even before this, but uh, maybe with this, with the whole pandemic, it just went even more, like he decided to cut even more people. It's good to know that his plans did not change, I guess. Yeah. I mean, like you're saying, you're right, right? He's like 70 years old. It's kind of, this is like one of the, it looks just so bad 
Like, I had no idea, but, right, like, what we've been talking about, like, they haven't been able to create a good protocol. They're trying to hide it. Now he's fired people, even without, like, the economy going bad. Like, I can see what you mean, like, uh, he's just terrible for the, for all the events and stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. He's only trying to, I guess, benefit himself. What? When did uh, they book the? Like, was it a month before Boston? Like, when did they book that? When did they book Boston? Yeah, like they announced, like we're going to Boston. Oh no, they they announced that a year in advance. So last August they announced that. Oh, so they're just trying to keep it there. Yeah, they're big. They're big four pay per views: Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, and Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. They all announced those a year in advance. I, I like that, the whole... I mean, it's good, but... Uh, I mean, times like these, we got to assume they're going to change, right? Yeah. Do you, uh, do you think we're going to see any fines? or? I mean, not that we're going to see. Do you think anyone's going to get fined, like uh, multiple amount of people during the filming? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, considering they're already making minimum because they're just trainees and like lower end of the like the card yeah so i don't think they want to do anything that loses them even more money you know what this kind of reminds me of a little bit and i'll Hmm. make this sound inappropriate this kind of reminds me of the casting couch you see in like shows and stuff like, you get, like, this person, like, a performer who's, you know, not that high of a name, and then you force them to do something. This is, like, Vince is just holding a gigantic casting couch. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> in a way, you're right, because he is forcing them. A lot of wrestlers have conveyed, like, like they're all worried, and, like, some of them don't want to go to work, but they have to. Exactly. It, these are all like not most of them were like you were saying were developing talent, right? So I'm guessing like they're not big, right? Yeah, the development talent that are in the stands are worried. Even the people that are on TV, if you're not a big name, you can't really say anything to them because they'll just throw you away. Like if you're on TV and you say you don't want to show up anymore because you're worried about getting the virus, Yeah, they will take you off TV, and who knows if you'll even be back on TV when this is all over. Mm-hmm. That's the way Vince thinks, and there's no way about it. And uh, I want, you were saying how Renee Young, how they didn't like it then. She talked about how she has the virus, and she had the virus She's had it, uh, for people who don't know, she's had it twice now. No, 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 no. Renee Young had it once. Kayla Braxton oh, had it okay. once. You were saying how, uh, anyways, you were saying how they didn't like it, that they spoke out. How do, how do you know that? Well, I saw a report. I think it was Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter. It was either Meltzer or his friend, Brian Alvarez. Um, Renee Young tested negative for the de- but she took her own test a couple days later, and she attested positive from that test. Oh, okay. And then she announced it on Twitter, 
And Vince and the uh, higher-ups were very upset because they don't want anyone... They don't want to look bad. Yeah, of course. Even though ultimately they do look bad because they're hiding it from everyone instead of being forward about it. I mean, like, what would you have done in that position? I guess I would have said something, right? In the case of... In the case of Renee Young, yeah, I would have said that. I would have said that I had it and stay safe. Exactly what she said. No, I mean like, um, of course, uh, just like the if you're the heads of WWE, I mean, would you be upset at her? Are you saying? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. I would be encouraging people to say that they have it because you kind of need them to tell the fans that they have it so they don't get in act stupid. Yeah, so like that's kind of the whole thing that happened in the beginning. Like people weren't taking it seriously and then Tom Hanks got it and people were like, oh, oh shit. Whoa. Tom Hanks touch, has touch it. Touch is a celebrity. <clears throat> yeah. So I would have taken it in that route. Hmm. I mean, Renee Young, she's, you know, remember, um, Company I mentioned AEW, yeah. the other one, Florida. Renee Young is married to their world champion, John Moxley, who actually they met in WWE. Moxley was the WWE superstar the past like seven years, and then he left uh, last year uh-huh. for this company. So he's a world champion right now, and he was supposed to defend his title this Wednesday on their like weekly show. It was supposed to tape last. It taped last Thursday, but due to him, you know, them living together and she being positive, he didn't want to take any risks. Yeah. So he told the Tony Khan, the the you know the owner of AEW, that he isn't going to show up to work because he's worried just in case, you know. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> he took two tests and they were both negative, but he still wants to be cautious. Yeah, you don't ever know. So they pushed his championship uh, match back one week, so it'll be next Wednesday night. And they said it on TV. The the one of the commentators, Excalibur, he said John Moxley isn't here because he's been secondhand contact with someone with COVID. And I think that's the difference between the two companies. One's out like being outspoken about it, and the one's hiding it. I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, somebody, I'm sure like most people, they don't know as much and same as me. And I had no idea that there's such a big difference, right, between the two of them. Yeah, AEW is, ever since they came back to Jacksonville in the beginning of May, they were testing everyone every week. And whoever, no one, I don't think anybody has it so far. But uh, since... He's living with her. He wanted to be cautious. So, just just out of curiosity, like uh, your opinion, you were saying how you could kind of tell the difference between the two companies with how they've been uh, responding to this whole thing, uh, and you were kind of saying how like WWE is kind of like not for the individual. Do you was there any way you could tell like the difference between the two before this whole thing or no? Uh, what do you mean? Like, like you're saying AEW, right? This one, uh, yeah, you were saying how you know they're trying to be understanding, they're trying to accommodate people, right, for their safety. And mm-hmm. WWE, I, I'm, I hope people have gotten our message, they haven't been doing that. 
So yeah, they, they have not. So and you were saying how, you know, that's the difference between the two, right? Mm-hmm. And this is all through their responses to the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Before the pandemic, did you know that that was a big difference between the two, or no? As in how they treat their talent? Yeah, that's why I want. Yeah, I want to say yeah. I mean. AEW cares. It seems like they care a lot about their talent. A, a decent amount of their roster right now is former WWE guys who are unhappy there because they're all like forced to go under Vince McMahon's agenda. Okay. Basically, if Vince McMahon, you're just a cog in the machine, and the machine always has to keep going. Yeah. But with AEW, you can go there, have your own like characters freedom. Freedom, you can do whatever you want. Like the a big thing that a lot of people like like about AEW is that there's unscripted promos. Like they just basically come up with what they say, and it's like off the, off the script, okay. no script, you know. And Vince writes everything in WWE, so a lot of it just sounds like a seventy year old man writing it. So if one line sucks, they all suck. Yeah. And. Uh... I forgot who you said owns AEW. Wasn't it like a family? The Khan family. Yeah. Can you tell the difference when you watch the show, the quality, like the, in terms of like, like uh, how much money's put into each one, or you can't really tell? Well, you can tell there's a lot of money being pumped into both shows. I mean, WWE and they're like, video packages and their camera work is just second to none. Nobody comes close to them. But you can tell AEW cares a lot. They've gotten a lot better since they started last year. Okay. They they had a lot of pyro. I mean, it's pyro, but their camera work's gotten a lot better. You can tell that it's that they really care what they're doing. Mm. Would would you uh, recommend somebody like uh, a novice, let's say, who's I want to get into. You know, because there's not that much stuff on, right? There's not tons of shows being aired. Would you recommend somebody to... Would it be okay for somebody just to start watching AEW through all the things you said? Yeah, I would recommend uh, AEW Dynamite. It's on Wednesday nights at 8 on TNT. Boom. Plug. They don't sponsor us, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they will one day. (laughs) Oh. Hilarious. Uh, is there anything else you want to say? Anything more? We want to bury Vince a little bit more or no? I mean, we could have like a whole hour long, multiple hour long discussion on how Vince McMahon is just... Oh, let's, let's totally make that an episode idea then. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Because that could be timeless. I know. Like, you can go on and on about how the man just does not understand what's happening right now. I mean, like, I love all the memes of him, but I didn't know this was so radical, <laughs> the, the situation. Yeah, there is so many stories that, like, you hear these former wrestlers, these former employee, employees talk about him, and it's like, damn, I'd never want to work there. Let's make that an episode idea. When, there's, when the news is a little bit slow, that will be the most relevant news, I think. Yeah, definitely for sure. But so I um, so you got anything else you want to say about this before? 
Now we can move on. This is not really a topic, but I just wanted to get your opinion on this. Uh, when we were talking about how the NBA, um, you know, we were talking about how they're going to, you know, they're taking a little trip with the House of Mouse, right? Disney World. <laughs> you know, yeah, nice, nice wristbands going through the hotel and everything. Don't they have rings? Uh, at Disney World or or the NBA? <laughs> I think the NBA players were uh, given rings that like that are like COVID rings, and like they can tell up to three days like symptoms. Like I guess they change colors or something. That somehow this new technology has come out to the NBA. It seems. <laughs> I mean, I, I saw a video of Serge Ibaka, who's on the Raptors, like post a video of showing off the ring. That's kind of all I know about the ring. Oh. It sounds pretty cool. I mean, not cool. I mean, it sounds... Uh, it's innovative. Yeah, it's innovative. Exactly. Oh, one thing I found out, um, you know, since I had to... Since my family had to cancel our Disney World vacation, <laughs> I've been obsessed with going even though I can't. And I've been looking at um these videos where they talk about, like, what's going to happen in Disney World. And they were saying, they were talking about how, you know, the NBA teams are coming. And, you know, they're staying at, like, commercial hotels, obviously, right? That's the bubble we referred to last week. Mm -hmm. And they say they're going to close them off, like, certain sections. Like, they're cutting, like, the hotels, like, a a line. Like, they're making, like, this half for um, players and all that stuff. So, I was thinking, you and I, we could go down and try to, to, like, uh, be, like, TMZ or something. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like I find that very strange. You know, like you're staying at a commercial. Like I understand where else would they stay, but in a hotel where, like, like you know, I know I understand that they say that Disney's supposedly going to be projected to have not a great year because you know the summer makes up a lot of for uh, money for everyone. But yeah. there's definitely going to be some people who are going to still go right. Like this is their vacation, so I wonder how that's going to go. Hopefully, I won't. Get anything bad out of it, right? Like some fans and flocking people. Yeah, I hope so. Because I mean, Florida right now is in a real bad shape. Yeah. And and um, one thing I want, like, uh, glad you mentioned that. Steve, what I originally wanted to say was that Stephen A. He was like, and this this could be our last topic you know, on a very funny and lighthearted note. Uh, Stephen A. Smith was saying, um. That, you know, like we and I were discussing, are they still going to have the season on, even though it seems like uh, there's been more uptakes and, you know, problems with the, the cases and all that. And he goes, you know what I think they should have the NBA at? And he goes, in the Barclays Center in New York. <laughs> go, what is this? I go, this is... And then the other two, I forgot who was there with him on the call. And then Everybody's like, Steven, I respect you. Well, what are you talking about? <laughs> Can you imagine like a world where like like New York, one thing I say it's I can understand why people are paranoid about being in New York City during all this is like you walk outside, there's already people there. You know what I mean? It's not like you're living in your own house and you walk and you don't see somebody for a while. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that? Like a bunch of NBA players. And then you're telling me that when, like, a guy walks out of the hotel room, it's like, people aren't going to flock towards him in a crowded street? Yeah. I mean, that's almost a guarantee. 
And then he was like, oh, it's good because there's many hotels in New York. I didn't know that Orlando, Florida, the home of how many vacation spots, doesn't have hotels either. Oh, literally New York. Come on. Maybe one day we'll have a whole episode of Stephen A. or something. I'm surprised he didn't mention the garden. He said that um they were like, yeah, they were saying, and that's another thing. They he, they go, where are you going to put that, Stephen? And he goes, Barclays Center, Brooklyn, there you go. And he was, and I'm like, that's ridiculous. And then they go, and then they said, you can't do it in this time frame, Stephen. And then he says how, um, yeah, but I want it to happen. And then he goes, and then somebody's like, yeah, we have how many weeks? Like, you know, at the time, it was how many days until the season starts? He goes, it could get done. I swear, I can't get to it. I go, that's impossible. Like some places can't even get like concerts and stuff. Can't even get New York like in a year, you know, like a couple weeks. Yeah, I love it, man. I love the madness that he creates in this world. <laughs> uh, so, um, that was fun. I think yeah, we should to roasting people. <laughs> roasting people? Yeah, maybe we'll just have a day where, like, we have an episode where you bring me all the the facts on Vince and everything else, you know? Hmm. I, I think that's <laughs> when we're at our best, to be honest. <laughs> Possibly, I don't know. All right. We're only three episodes in, so... No, but I, I have a good feeling that uh, we're good roasters. You know, we're like barbecue people almost. <laughs> mm-hmm. You got anything uh, you want to add? Mm, no, I'm good. I mean, let me take one more look while we're recording at uh, oh, good idea. Adam Schefter. I mean, other than the fact that the Mahomes deal is the largest in... Uh, not just NFL history, it's sports history. It'll it'll pass Mike Trout's deal. Mm-hmm. There hasn't really been any other news surrounding that situation. Twelve years, man. But I guess it's worth for four hundred million dollars. If they can get two or three more Super Bowls, it'll be worth it. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Chiefs for life. He should just get a tattoo. Chiefs for life, man. Literally. <laughs> yeah, I'll get the, the Chiefs mascot on like one arm and the other arm will be Chiefs for life. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Thank you uh, for coming on, sir. This has been fun. No problem, yeah. Next time, we'll hopefully have an update on this contract because I'm... $400 million, I mean, that's... That doesn't interest anyone. I don't know what will. No. All right. Thank you to the viewers for sticking by if you have. Yeah, made it to three. I hope you enjoyed uh, this shorter podcast because, you know, they say quality over quantity and hopefully we have one or the other. Hopefully. Hopefully. Well, I mean, Stephen A. still on air, so. (laughs) And uh, if you... If you like it, please subscribe. Please follow the podcast. Please do everything. Worship the podcast. Build a shrine to it. Whatever you got to do to show your love. And thank you, everybody. (laughs) Yeah, thank you, everyone. Continue to stay safe.
All right. See you guys. Bye. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you like what you were listening to, please subscribe to Fans Assemble. And if you can, please give us a rating. Do it for the audio world. They need you. Thank you.